Aviation Made Easy. With your host, Erica Wiggins. The Aim High Podcast. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Aim underscore High. And now, the CFI for Aim High, Erica Wiggins. Good morning, everyone. So I am so off of my instructor soapbox today because I uh, went scrounging around the web and wrote down a few of my favorite humor bits and pieces dealing with aviation. Some of them come from my um, traumas as a flight instructor. I mean, great experiences and yeah, uh, right. as a flight instructor. Uh-huh. And uh, additionally, just some old favorites, a few that are totally cliche. Yes, I have notes. So if you see me glancing down, that's exactly what I'm doing is referring to my notes because who can remember all of these? There's a lot of humor in ABA. If you can't laugh at yourself. Stand-up comedians. Yeah. They can remember all their jokes. Yeah, I am not a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you and I were just talking about this before the podcast. It's like I should have taken some acting classes or something so I could express myself on video better and, uh, you know, project. It's like I don't do this okay, stuff too you, well. You're already dramatic. It's okay. Are you trying to- <laughs> Oh, boy. And it starts um, here so, in the but studio. No, but, so here's the thing. So, <laughs> so no, yeah, acting classes or... Did you know, and you probably do know this, that I, I, I tried my hand at stand-up comedy for a little bit. I totally believe it. I, you could do that really well. Oh, I, that's, you're lying because I failed badly. But, oh, but, <laughs> it's You true. always have me laughing here. In it's true, studio. I know, but it's Of course different. I am easily entertained. It's a lot easier to be funny, like, off the cuff <laughs> than it is to, like, be purposefully funny, like write jokes and all that other stuff. So anyway, but so I'm I'm excited though. I've I've went through uh, I've read a few of, of the jokes that we're planning on uh, sharing with people today. And I wouldn't say it, they're not like joke jokes, like hey knock knock. You know, they're just some one liners and and humor tidbits. It's more what they're sure. about. But yeah, but they should be fun. And and they're written by pilots, so. You know, it can't be that funny. Come on, pilot people. Yeah, you, everyone knows the pilots don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> they never. We have don't fun. can't laugh at ourselves. They, we take life too seriously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not. So. <laughs> Some do. Some are like really um, sticks in the mud. Remember, we talked about oh, aviation yeah. characters, and and there's some people who have like zero sense of humor, and they think that they're right about everything, and they tell everyone else they're doing it wrong, and and they also tend to take each other too seriously, and you know, lighten up, people. You gotta lighten up. Because believe me, you are gonna do some stuff that if you're not laughing at it, everybody else will be. When you're, while you're learning to fly, and even as you go on in your career as a pilot, so you might as well learn how to laugh at yourself and uh, accept humor. And as the great former professional wrestler Hillbilly Jim says, "Not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time." There you go. I like it. Yeah. I, knew, I knew you'd like that. I like one. it. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so might as well have fun, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you've got to have fun because let's you know, if you're not laughing at yourself, we are laughing at you. <laughs> So. Somebody out there is finding humor in you. Yes. So let's, uh, without further ado, I have a collection of advice for student pilots. And I think uh, there's got to be some flight instructors in our audience that are going to feed me a few more of these. And please do, because even if it's after the show, 
I will probably share them on future shows. And and I just, I love to laugh. We could even do a joke so, of the week segment. Ooh, you know, that would be so much more fun than NTSB reports. It's, I don't know Well, about I that. don't know. Some of the NTSB reports are pretty but, freaking funny. But if we could do both, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I still go back to the very first NTSB report that you shared with me, which was the guy who, like, taxied right into a neighborhood and taxied right through the stop signs. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, really? He landed. He went through the fence. Into a neighborhood. He started making left-hand turns. Yeah. Like, He's knocking really? down mailboxes with his wings. Yeah, and, I'm, and I just couldn't help. You're like, what do you think? And I said, well, if you're ever taxiing through a neighborhood, please obey all four-way stops. Yes. was like all I could think of. I try not to hit the mailboxes. Yeah. The, the thing that made him stop was a, a lady in the neighborhood went out in front of the plane and stood Be in careful, front of it. Be careful, children stop! playing. You know, propellers are dangerous on a city street. Uh, yeah, that was so kids, funny. So. Kids are playing. <laughs> Who would think? But anyway. Yeah, taxi slow, children at play. So, okay, back to my collection of humor. Um, advice for student pilots is the first. And then I'm going to go into instructor humor. So tweet us some stuff. I'm going to be checking my phone occasionally. Why? It's not because of my active social life. It's me looking at your tweets or comments on Facebook or on Twitter. And that's either at aim, A-M-E underscore high or at active underscore explorer. So absolutely. And that's, that's the thing that you'll find is, um, she said it wasn't because of her active social life, but she does have an active social I life. I do. I do have an active social life. I, I have to admit. I, I get out occasionally with... Yeah. No, and I'm... With people. And I don't. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I got two little babies. babies yeah, so. that's your active social but life. But it sort of suits me because I'm relatively misanthropic as it is anyway. I, I can't... I, I struggle with people sometimes. You know what I mean? I, I've thought about that. You know, it was, it was when you... <laughs> yeah, I think it was... Was it you who commented about not wanting to go through the checkout with an actual clerk because you didn't want to have to talk to them? Yeah, that, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, I totally avoid the self-checkout scanner thing, first of all, because it always fouls up no, put when me, I go through. But I also like talking to the clerks. No, but forget that. Okay, we are I going will, on a tangent. I will go through the self-checkout with 50 things and it will take me forever and it gives me all sorts of grief and trouble all the time and you still do it and i still do it and uh and the whole reason is is i don't want to answer the question how's your day been today and did you find everything all right oh my gosh i'm such a weirdo i can't believe that but but anyway that is that is absolutely the case i uh i do i i try to avoid i avoid people it's so it's so weird i am sending out a a link real quick so if you guys see me looking down like at mm-hmm. uh so so okay so here's the thing i wanted to um get at i guess is is that it looks like you have two different categories of uh of humor here mm-hmm. and one 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 is for the student pilots themselves and then you have jokes for the instructors yes. as well. Yeah. So, so, and thank you for reining me in and getting me back on. No, track listen, here. it's fine. I'm the one that started talking about the. Yeah, and stuff. then we, you know, we're good at doing tangents. I am a little distracted, anyways. Not bad. 
I, I'm told I'm within kind of reasonable range, but I do look at squirrels and shiny things sometimes. So, students, first thing you need to understand about aviation and learning to fly is that takeoffs are optional and landings are mandatory. Doesn't mean the landing will be pretty, but you will come down at some point because Gra- gravity always wins. Gravity's a force. Yeah, gravity's a force. It's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one that everyone experiences. Not everyone experiences lift. So there you go. And so first first flight out. I, you know, discovery flight with a student, and I'm trying to explain to them how the yoke works, and every pilot's heard of this one more than once. But student pilots, if you push that stick forward or the yoke forward, the houses get bigger. And if you pull it back, they get smaller. Keep pulling it back. They get bigger again. So there's like the basics of how to use your controls. And, you know, back to gravity. Flying isn't dangerous, but crashing is. Yes. So that's, uh, it's always better to be down here wishing you were up there than up there wishing you were down here. Now that's actually, we've used that one. Many times. I was just thinking that. Because when I'm on my soapbox, that's one of my go-to lines. But that's one of the, yeah, I mean, it it is true. It's like, there's nothing worse than being in the air and going, gosh, I wish I was on the ground. No, and I've been there. And I think uh, if you're a pilot of any experience, you've had a moment where you just are like, boy, I would sure love to be just, you know, cinching the last tie down. Right. And heading it's, over to the FBO for a coffee. It's better <laughs> to be an IMC in your home looking at it out, out the window yeah. than it is up flying in the middle of it. So that's uh, absolutely. And that is, you know, I could go on a whole soapbox tangent on this, but I will spare you. Just go back and listen to all my episodes on flying safety. And you will hit the reasons why this is so important. Um, the only time you have too much fuel is when you're on fire. So what? That's. I mean, but if you're on fire, that fuel's going away really quick, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> you you worry me a little bit, Keith. <laughs> but. <laughs> Keith, yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm so glad you're not my student. <laughs> Could you imagine if we were flying together and I was your instructor? Oh, my gosh. We would never get anything done. We would be laughing so hard. I, I would, uh, and I would be turning gray so quickly. Yeah. Have you ever been on fire? No. Okay, good. No. Have you ever seen anybody on fire? Um, no, I don't believe have I... You, have you ever metaphorically been on fire? Well, yeah, all the time. This morning. Wow. I have like new songs on my playlist okay. and I had it cranked on the way down here. So, yeah. Which song? Come on, let's do this. What song? Okay, I have to like read it. You don't know songs to, off the top of your head? No, because I just added these to my playlist. I, I use Spotify. Mm-hmm. And if I like something, I just tag it and that's it. So this morning was Fault Line. By Black Rebel Motorcycle okay. Club. All right, up their howl. Um, I can't read the. I can't read the title yes. of the next one. <laughs> D- don't mess with Joe, folks. Yeah, but, yeah. Don't mess with mess with uh-huh. Joe. Yeah, the Blackwater Fever. Also, um, also, you may not want to mess with Joe because he might have an STD. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you really just go there? <laughs> Anyway, but okay. no. All right, we're like totally veering off of Live With Me by the Twilight Singers. Okay. All right. Okay, Sinking Hands by Wolven Hand. 
Bad Blood by Bastille. Yeah, Bastille, sure. They're popular yeah. right now. That's so good. Come With Me Now by The Congos. Mm-hmm. Um, Far From Home, Five Finger Death Punch. Oh. Hey, I, hey, I'm going a little... Here's some workout tunes. Stronger by Kanye West. Sure, that's a good one. Yeah, and some Eminem mixed in there. That's getting a little further down. These Kay. are the new songs. All, all right. right, back to humor. But you're all fi- you were all fired up. I was all fired up on the way to work today. Good. So, Okay, now, Propeller is just a big fan in front of the airplane. Used to keep the pilot cool. When it stops, you can actually watch the pilot sweating. <laughs> Yes, I've been there, too. By the way, and we've talked about this. We did one called Aviation is Sexy, but um, I do think that for a lot of pilots, the only thing that's cool about them is the fact they are a pilot. Yeah, and the, that they think <laughs> that, yeah. Hey, you know, I, I get this, because we're going to go into some more of my thoughts on that in, uh, under an instructor humor, because I have definitely had, you know, cool Joe Pilot come walking up to sure. me to learn to fly, and yeah, that went over well. Okay. <laughs> when in doubt, hold on to your altitude. No one else has ever collided with the sky. It's great advice. Yep. It's great advice. You know, oftentimes uh, people talk about greener pastures, right? Like they, they're looking for greener pastures. And uh, usually they're not greener. Sometimes they are. Where are you going with it? All I'm saying is, is sometimes it's good to stay where you're at. Yeah. Okay. Because altitude is, you know, you lose lose an engine. Altitude's the one thing you're you're likely not getting are, much of back. These are so. life lessons that I'm getting at, Erica. Well, these could be. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to mold the listener. Yes, and, and you their... know, a lot of these could be life lessons, not just applied to aviation. Sure. Certainly, but I want them to become the best version of them. <laughs> and I'm the worst motivational speaker. And this one's an oldie, cliche. I have to say it because if I didn't, the list, list would definitely not be complete. A good landing is one in which you can walk away from, but a great landing is one where you can actually use the airplane again. And, you know, on landings, I, when I used to teach in 182... I've known people that have only made good landings, and they were glad that they made the good landing. Yeah, you know, and I think every pilot has made some really bad, ugly landings. And if not, then they probably need to, which goes back to one of my past episodes where I was talking about my student who just made all good landings until he made one really, really bad one because he didn't even see it coming. He hadn't botched enough mildly to see, you know, epic fail coming. (laughs) So, um, but, you know, talking about landings and and using using the airplane again – I, when I used to teach in 182, mostly in my parents' 182, it had this glove box. It was like a little bit loose. And if you made a good landing, the glove box always just stayed put. Oh, good. But every time one of my students pronged one in, yeah. the glove box goes, thwing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And they're like, and I said, look, if the glove box hits my knee, then you, you botch the landing. Wow. And so this is like the airplane version of when you're at the, the car and driver and he puts his coffee on the dash. If the coffee <laughs> yep. spills, you've been a bad driver. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of had my own. And, uh, and certainly if the doors pop open or if I hit my head on the visor, that has happened. Really bad landing. I usually try to prevent those, though. Occasionally someone would sneak one in on me. So... You uh, you need to learn from the mistakes of others because you will never live long enough to make all of them yourself. And that one is a life lesson. 
You know, uh, I have uh, a couple of kids, and certainly one of them right now is in the process of learning all the lessons himself. Um, which is, and then uh, the other one, um, although she was always one to want to touch the stove to make sure it was hot, uh-huh. I'll give her credit for reaching a point in her life where not only is she learning from other people, but you know, starting to really lead the way, and, and I'm very proud of how she's doing with that. So shout out to my girl. You know, one of the things that I would say, though, is, yeah, we... We should learn from other people's mistakes, but sometimes other people's mistakes are so stupid. It's like, did you really need to learn from that other person's mistake? Well, then mistake? we can laugh at it. Back okay. to the beginning okay. of the All podcast. Right. All right, I'm with you. <laughs> if you've landed with the wheels up, it takes full power to taxi to the ramp, so don't do it. <laughs> what was that screaming sound on short final? And again, you know, I could go on a soapbox about that too, but it's amazing the uh, ability of our brain to block things out. That, you know, we get so focused on something that we can't hear a howling horn. And a lot of pilots are asked afterwards, did you hear it? And many of them are like, wow. didn't hear anything. Gumps, yeah. folks. Yes. Gumps. Yes. Undercarriage. Undercarriage. <laughs> Which is a weird way of saying your gear, but still. Yeah, but it makes the acronym work. Yes, it makes the acronym work. Yeah. So, so. And, uh, and, you know, always secure your undercarriage. Make sure that that's going well. Not just on your airplane. Just always get yeah. Always, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, for people who may be listening to our student pilots that don't know Gumps yet, can I put you on the spot? Yes, gas, undercarriage, mixture, and prop. And it may be that in your plane you're not dealing with all of those components, but it's good to get in that habit from early on. So that as you fly more and more complex aircraft that do have retractable gear, uh, I, uh, of course, you'd have you'd, most of them. You have mixture. Uh, <laughs> you'll be flying that. That right. is going to be there. Be but, and then the gas propeller control. Well. Yes, and <laughs> yes, and gas. So I wonder, you know, future of aviation, we may be like, okay, so the battery backups are, you know, we're looking at electronic. No, right. Uh, yeah, I so. agree. I agree with that. I also. Well, anyway. Yeah, we, a tangent should talk, again. We should talk about the future of aviation on one of these shows. Let's do that. Yeah, I, I kinda, think that would be a I lot of fun. Like, like, is, there chance, is there a chance we're going to drone it? Well, not according to the FAA. If you want an Amazon delivery by drone, that just hit the news this morning oh, really? that the FAA just uh, grounded Amazon's aspirations to it, deliver by drone. I think that's one they can't like just hold off on indefinitely. Maybe they want to make sure that our infrastructure is geared up to receive drone deliveries. That you know we're ready to handle the complications that may cause, um, but. That's going to come. I mean, the reality is that there's a very efficient means of delivery. Um, is this a good or bad thing for pilots? I think that I do think that having thoughtfulness in it will make it an okay thing. I don't think it'll matter good or bad necessarily because drone level delivery isn't going to impact pilot jobs. I don't feel it might it, drivers. Drivers may not like that. Sure. But <laughs> we're talking about street-level delivery at this point. Now, from an uh, airspace thing, that's where thoughtfulness needs to come well, in. But how are they going to find people to fly the drones? You know what I'm saying? Pilots? Well, that's, that's going to be like all this. Pilots? You know, I think it's going to be our generation of video game players, to tell you the truth. I think it's going to be a bunch of teenagers who have been had their heads sunk in some stuff like World of Warcraft and other video games that are going to come out and be the drone pilots 
and uh, and drone delivery. So there's something you can aspire to mm. with your great video and game prowess. Wa- if you've been watching 24, and this is the second time I'm... You know, I still haven't done that one. You should be terrified of drones. Okay. Anyway, All right, I'll that's have a, to... That's a little Okay, tea. so probability of survival is, in propor- is inversely proportional to your angle of arrival. <laughs> And, you know, we, I keep going back to landings, but the reality is it's all about how you come back down. Well, so one time, one time I, um, I stole somebody's airplane keys, right? And I was like, okay. All right, I'm just setting the papers down. And I was I like, I, I just grabbed the keys. And, and I, I looked at the pilot, and I was just like, was like all right, I'm going to take a first spin, you know? And, and, uh, and, and the person looked at me and said, I think that you'd be able to get the airplane up. Yeah. I don't think you'd be able to get the airplane. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, actually, my ex-husband did that. Oh, my gosh. He stole the keys to a Piper Cub when he was a kid and took it off and wrecked it. (laughs) So. He he lived. He lived. Oh, yeah. Lived to be my (laughs) ex-husband. That was worse. That was worse than, right? The the brother. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay, we are not going to have an ex-husband episode. Let's not have an ex-husband. Let's episode. not. Yeah, I really don't want to go down that path. Yeah. It may be an interesting, highly listened to episode, but we are not going there. <laughs> no. Okay. Never let an airplane take you somewhere your brain didn't get to five minutes earlier. <laughs> that is another life metaphor. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, think about it. Plan. Plan. Experience is what you needed right at, is what you have right after you needed it. This one I, I put down, and this is a actually advice from my lieutenant at Orange County, Bill Maddox. And uh, I had had a, a really, I'd, I'd foobarred something really bad. Uh-huh. And, um, and, he, and he knew I was beating myself up over it. And we got back to the station, pulled in the bay, climb out of the the squad track and he's just like hey erica he's like just remember experience is what you have right after you needed it I'm like well it makes me feel a little better because i now have some valuable experience hashtag to, lesson learned yeah <laughs> after hashtag fail <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one i like that one weather forecasts are horoscopes with numbers all right student pilots if you are anywhere in the aviation weather reporting section of your ground school you know exactly what i mean (laughs) and and the reality is with all of our technology it's still not going to be perfect if you decide to call it a day and stay in the weather will clear if you think it's marginal but it's good enough to go it'll get worse right um i don't i think actually horoscopes might be more reliable sometimes so yeah you do I uh, know. Okay. You know, I'm really not a horoscope person. So, I mean, I find them interesting, yeah, and, and they they can become very humorous if you add in certain phrases at the end. Sure. Um, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. You all know what I mean. You do. Also, with the fortune cookie. Yes. Yep. But add in. but uh, yeah, no. The, yeah, it's the, a PG show. First of all, those weather forecasts they. Um, yeah, they do. I mean, it's the old joke, right? The weatherman doesn't know anything, right? That they, they, always, <laughs> they always gets things screwed up and left and right. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? which isn't really fair, but 
yeah. yeah. It is sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason that reputation exists, but... It is true. <laughs> anyway, but that's uh, it's an interesting one. Yes. And let's see. Keep up thine airspeed, lest earth rise up and smite right. thee. <laughs> let's get a little medieval on this. Oh, wow. Smite. Yeah. Smite. It, it will smite you. Well, we should use that word more often. We should. Let's see how many. Let's see if we can incorporate it in the next few podcasts. Smite. Okay. Smite. Right. That's yeah. Let's write it down, put on a sticky, and put it up there, and, and use smite in the next few podcasts. Okay. Listeners, you you can hold us accountable for using we'll see smite. What we can do. We'll see. Okay. All right. If you are looking for perfect safety, you will do well to sit on the fence and watch the birds. But if you really wish to learn, you must mount a machine and become acquainted with its tricks by actual trial. Oof. This is a quote by Wilbur Wright. Walk a mile in somebody else's shoes, then judge them. Is that related? Sort of, right? <laughs> All right. I want your vote, listeners. Is that related, or did he just come out of that, out of left field with that one? Maybe, I, think he... maybe I didn't understand who was. <laughs> you must uh, actually. Here, let's, let's read okay, that let's. Re- right, you read it, Keith. <laughs> if you're looking for perfect safety, you will do well to sit on a fence and watch the birds. But if you wish to learn, you must mount a machine and become acquainted with its tricks by actual trial. Yeah. In other words, experience is what you have right after you needed it. (laughs) Also, it's basically saying uh, you won't be, I mean, you can't be perfectly safe. You can't be perfectly safe. And that, you know, that was an episode we did. The only safe aircraft is a paper airplane. That was our first, uh, my first episode. Uh, here on the podcast, when I walked in and you guys completely blindsided me by shoving a mic Not in my guys. face, I didn't know that you didn't know. Okay, I was right. bl- I was trust me. I was kept in the dark till I walked into this studio, and they said, at "Sit least- down. We hear you. F- we hear you're learning to fly." Yeah, I'm at like least- well, you could call it that because every day is a learning experience. Oh, yes. But you've been flying for a very long time. Yeah, about 25 years, something like that. So, okay, so I'm going to move on to some uh, digs from instructors. And this one, I think all instructors will identify with, which is I'm going to assume that every mistake you make is a premeditated attempt on my life, and I will act accordingly. (laughs) Instructors, you know the feeling, the student's trying to kill you. (laughs) It's got to be nuts. And, and sometimes it feels like they really tried to make that mistake that scared you there's badly. A, there's a reason why in airplanes, when you teach somebody to fly, there's always controls for that instructor. In most planes. Well, yeah. In primary trainers, absolutely. As you get into more sophisticated aircraft, you may or may not have controls on your side. and But at that point, that person knows how to fly their airplane. Right. So that's a little safer mm-hmm. Um you know, absolutely. They but don't I can, always have that for, for, for the guys uh, riding in cars with the student. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The guy who rode in a Lamborghini with me did not have his own set of controls. He didn't... Wait want, a second. Hold on. You learned how to drive in a Lambo? I didn't learn how to drive in a Lambo, but I did get to drive a Lambo. And on a closed track, windy, you know, street-type course, um... And okay. that was not when you first were learning. How no, to drive. no. But I actually one of my first times driving a car was a Corvette on dirt mountain roads. <laughs> wow! I know. Talk about a brave soul that let a teenager drive his Corvette on a mountain road. But hey, and dirt gravel. But hey, you know, I was I was in I was game. So, <laughs> 
But, you know, talking about the whole fear factor being an instructor, and this is like lapsing into a more serious personal note, but instructors, I'd like to know, um, have your students like scared you enough where you really had some, um, some anxiety getting back in the airplane? Because I can admit I have. How's the answer not no? You know, I can't believe it hasn't happened unless they just are, you know, inhuman. But I can say that I've had a couple phases in instructing where I had a lot of primary students, and it did seem like it was premeditated attempts on my life um, that I, where I really did get anxious and and had trouble getting back in the plane. Um, of course, I did, but. Uh, I did start to think that I wanted to shift my student load from primary students to uh, commercial and instrument instructors. <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, I, I was just starting to feel like, man, I don't know if I can keep doing right. this. I'm going to run off the runway. I'm, t- I'm tired of landing and then shaking. Yeah, and and before you judge, <laughs> the bulk of those attempts, I I intercepted and and obvi- you know, I didn't bend anything. But it was the amount of effort and quick thinking and reaction that it required that still left me scared. Stress. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think I did a good job at, at keeping things together and unbent. But it, it uh, my um, mental state took a toll. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. This is we were talking about cool pilots. I can tell by your sunglasses and your watch that you probably think you're a lot cooler than you are. Mm-hmm. And you show up to your first flight lesson with Ray-Bans, a leather jacket, and a scarf. Expect to be mocked. (laughs) You are not God's gift to aviation. A lot of people thought they were before you, too. And if you leave leave the scarf out, just the Ray-Bans and the leather jacket, Men in Black was cool like 15 years ago. (laughs) It's still a cool movie, though. I love that movie. I really did. I have weird tastes in film. But That's not that weird. I, I thought it was like great. Yeah. But, uh, I, and, and this goes back to aviation will humble you. If you come into this with a monster ego, you might be able to hold that ego when you're telling your girlfriend or boyfriend about it back at home away from the airplane. But the reality is in the cockpit with me or any other instructor, you're going to have some really humbling moments. And good instructors help their students through that. And, um, you know, so they can walk away with their head held high, but expect to, uh, don't expect this to be a walk in the park students. It's, um, learning to fly is tough. It's humbling. It's, um, challenging from the point of how you have to study. And, um, but certainly it, uh, it's worth doing. And it's also, you know, it's gotta be, there's gotta be a element to this where, you know, I think a lot of people, there, if you show up and you're whole, in your whole get up and you think you're awesome showing up, it's like, isn't there going to be a moment where you're, you, you see what your training aircraft is or, or you're going to have to learn how to fly in a plane that you didn't have in your head? Like, at the yeah, beginning? does that make yeah. it's sense? not a Learjet. Like, yeah, like yeah. you think, like it's okay. a katana. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, which is still you, a lot of fun to fly. Of and course. as soon as you embrace the the joy of actual flying, you're going to find you enjoy flying the smaller planes better. I was just talking to my boyfriend about this the other day. That if you uh, ever find yourself in a Piper Cub and and pilots do it, it's the difference between rafting down a river in a big inflatable raft or kayaking you are at one with the sky when you get in a plane like a cub or you know one of the smaller aircraft where you really feel every you know movement of the wind and the effects of your controls are so much more intimate it is a 
wonderful experience and nobody should turn their nose up at flying smaller aircraft it's a it's a great experience or, or, or even a little bit older aircraft and stuff oh like that, yeah right? and mean, the bulk I, must, I think a lot of people would like get into it and they're like okay my whole goal at this point is I'm going to be flying a Pilatus or I'm going to be flying a, you know what I, I mean? I want to fly a Pilatus, but you know, I'm well, really cool, top, but, but you get what I'm saying is, is you're not going to start with a Pilatus. No, you're not. Yeah. And older aircraft are great. And uh, Mark and I were talking about this in one of the, the perfect airplane episode and he has a lot of newer aircraft and I'm kind of the queen of vintage. <laughs> I like my vintage aircraft and planes and granted it's because I, I flew with a, a group of students that, weren't um as gifted economically and and i flew their planes and and uh so yeah there was some bubble gum and bailing wire in the mix some days but uh i boy i love something like a vintage aztec the you know rounded tail and some of the apaches yeah yeah so anyways you'd be surprised at the ridiculous things some people some of you try to do in airplanes which is why we give you a book first (laughs) yeah you know, it's uh, it's, you're going to have to do some studying, and uh, that's that's part of what we do at Aim High. Actually, just shameless plug for our ground school curriculum. Uh, I'm not sure what you just did, but I'm pretty sure it was wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's wrong. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, you know, there are times my students do something that's just so. Uh, defies logic that I sit there and, and try to um, deconstruct it for a while after the flight. <laughs> and in uh, that also goes back to a, a story um, real early. I was in college still at Emory Riddle. I was on the um, their uh, flight team at the Daytona Beach campus, by the way. Hey, fo- you know, I went to that, the correct campus. Um, but anyways, uh, I was on the flight team and we were filming the landing competition and looking at like the old video, you know, the video clips of it and stuff. And, um, the, our coach didn't know that his audio was being recorded. And as one of the students, uh, who was competition in the competition for landing completely botched a landing, oh, no. I mean, ugly, 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 ugly. He's like, what the heck? I'll say heck. Do you friggin' call that? <laughs> and I mean, just at the top of his lungs and this poor student, and he's not a student pilot at this point. I think he's probably well on his way to his commercial. It's just sitting there like sinking. Like, oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so, and here is a funny question I get regularly. Okay. And this is just personal humor. Uh, I'll be at a party or something like that and talking to folks. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, you just read it. Yeah. <laughs> I weird. get this all the time. I think it's because I'm female. But they, you know, it comes out that I'm a flight instructor. And they look at me kind of like, do you know how to fly too? Right. Like in all seriousness. I, and I'm like, yeah, I am a flight instructor i'll say it slowly um yeah i know how to fly yeah. is that so far out of you know the yeah. realm of comprehension that uh this chick can fly a plane people just say dumb stuff man it's yeah. unbelievable yeah they do so That's... we are going to try and bring this because i've actually gone long and i have a bunch more of these so the the hook here is how about we um, post some more of what I have left okay, we'll on it. the show notes, which you'll find posted on aimhigh.com with the uh, 
Yes, on the, under the podcast tab. So just go there to find some of the ones that I am going to skip this morning because we're running long. But I will leave the CFIs with a rating scale I came across, and I thought this was a hoot. So it's the CFI landing rating scale. Oh, good. So if you score five stars, Marvelous Ace couldn't do it better myself. (laughs) Four stars, I've seen better, just can't remember when. (laughs) Three, average, I could do it better with my eyes closed. (laughs) Two, are you going to log all of those? (laughs) You can't count each bounce as a landing. And some people have heard that, you know, oh, just got current with one pass. Um, (laughs) I've never heard that one. That's funny. And one wasn't the landing. That was an arrival. And and by the way, would you check your ELT uh, non-pilots? An ELT is an emergency locator transmitter, and it is um, designed to alert if you impact past a certain number of G's. So if you prong one in really hard, you may need to check that ELT. And zero. Get the flatbed out, boys. (laughs) So with that, I'm going to leave the rest to be posted with show notes because I do have more. I could probably go on all day. And please add yours, and we will put those in with show notes as well. And, uh, and share them with the rest of our listeners. And we hope that you enjoyed this little take at humor. Sorry, we went a bit long. Oh, it's no problem. Because we went on a few tangents, which yeah, we fun. do. That's, fun. that's the thing about live broadcast. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Before yes. we close, I just wanted to also, I forgot to mention that uh, if you go to Spectacular Interactive.com, yes. SpectacularInteractive.com, go there, hang your talk. Uh, uh, 14 hanger talk 14 is uh the coupon code you can go there 20 percent off online ground school that you can do anywhere you like on your own time immediate feedback as you learn everything as you go along so go check out spectacularinteractive.com that's our sponsor and one more thing if you like the show please go to itunes and give us a rating if you like it if you don't please don't say anything we could use. If you don't, if you don't like it, send it to me. Yeah, send us some feedback. We like that. constructive feedback, but uh, but yeah. So please give us a rating. And now we are going to go record for the Active Explorer podcast next. So if you want more of Keith and I's hilarity, if you do, we're going to do it all over again here in a few <laughs> minutes. So have a great week, folks. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Aim High Podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Aim underscore High and like us on Facebook. And if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes. We know you have many choices when it comes to your podcast, and we thank you for choosing ours. When you're learning how to fly, Aim High. Aviation made easy.